On today's show, another day, another billion dollar fine for Volkswagen. Tesla steals away a Volvo designer to fix its interiors, and why one car company hired private detectives to track down customers. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show that's carefully crafted for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. A car company has hired private detectives and is sending out people going door to door to track down customers. At first glance, it sounds like Gestapo tactics, but Honda is trying to find customers who have not brought their cars in to replace their defective Takata airbags. Speaking to reporters at an event last night, John Mandel, an executive vice president at Honda of America, explained that it's hard to track down cars that have been handed down to family members or are on their fifth or sixth owner. But Honda takes recalls so seriously that it's taking extraordinary measures to find them. Well, here's our AutoLine Insight. About a quarter of car owners simply ignore any recalls. As long as their car starts up every morning against them to where they're going, most just don't care. You know, one of the knocks against Tesla is that its interiors don't match its luxury car prices. On the other hand, Volvo is praised up and down for the stunning interiors and the new XC90 and S90. And it's true, they're gorgeous. So what did Tesla just do? Well, it went out and stole Volvo's head of interior engineering, Anders Bell. He was actually hired by Volvo right out of college in 1998 and has worked various gigs within the company since then. Lincoln is now four years into its turnaround plan, and coming up next, we'll look at how that's going. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Despite its tagline, the ultimate driving machine, BMW sees a future where its cars will drive themselves. It just announced it will open a new campus dedicated to autonomous driving near Munich. It will focus on software development and testing vehicles. That way developers can take the code they just wrote and test it right away. BMW currently has about 600 people working on automated driving, but by the time the campus is completed by the middle of next year, it will have more than 2,000. By 2021, BMW says it will have a self-driving, electric, and fully connected vehicle ready called the iNext. It says a whole range of highly automated models from all BMW Group brands will follow after that. Lincoln is now four years into its turnaround strategy, and so far, so good. Sales in the American market are up 9.5% this year. In fact, Lincoln is growing faster than any luxury or premium brand except Jaguar and Volvo. And that's despite the fact that sales of the MKS and MKT drop by double digits and are being phased out. The MKZ is up slightly, but considering that most sedans aren't selling that well, that's not so bad. The MKC is doing well, and the new MKX is up by more than 40%. Lincoln really hit a home run with that one. But the Navigator is an absolute dud. Sales are down 13%, and that's a real unlucky number, considering that this is the hottest SUV market we've ever seen. 
but the Navigator gets replaced by an all-new MKN next year. And finally, the new Continental seems to be doing well, but it's only been on sale for two months, so it's too early to draw any conclusions. All in all, Ford is probably pleased by the progress with Lincoln, but it still has a long way to go before it's considered a true luxury brand. Coming up next, good thing that Volkswagen has deep pockets because it's going to pay and pay and pay. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. A few months after reaching an agreement over its two-liter diesels with emission-cheating software, Volkswagen and U.S. authorities reached a settlement regarding its three-liter diesels. The company agreed to buy back or fix 83,000 VWs, Audis, and Porsches, which could cost the company $1 billion, but could go much higher. The government still hasn't approved a fix, but if VW can find one, it could save the company $4 billion. VW must also spend $225 million to help offset the extra pollution caused by the cars and spend another $25 million to promote the use of zero-emission vehicles. The settlement also covers claims against the supplier company Bosch, who is accused of helping VW cheat. VW is still under criminal investigation, and recent reports suggest it may have cheated on gasoline engines as well. In related news, German authorities have finally approved a fix for VW's diesels in Europe with the cheating software. And speaking of diesel engines, none made it into Ward's Auto 10 Best Engines list this year. In fact, V8 and naturally aspirated V6s were off the list. The only six cylinders to make the list are the turbocharged 3-liter in the BMW M240i, the 3.6-liter in the Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid, and the twin-turbo 3-liter in the Infiniti Q50. The rest of the list is dominated by turbo fours. To the editors, the large engines are good, but the turbo fours are just that much better. And if you want to learn more about Ward's 10 best engines, keep an eye out for our auto line this week that will be available on our website January 12th. That show is all about the Ward's editors explaining why only turbos or hybrids made this year's list. And be sure to join us for the last Autoline After Hours of the year. So sad, I know. But we'll have our traditional Christmas show where we hand out presents and lunch of coal to the best and worst of the automotive industry for 2016. So be sure to join John and Gary for some of the best insights of what makes this industry go round and round. That brings us to the end of today's report. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.